Hello, friend, and welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're watching over WPHY Channel 25, listening over WYMG 1300, and you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, Trenton 365. So, in the studio with me is my friend John Marks, who hey. is, John is one of the bartenders, but one of the young people that I always encourage to come out and get involved in the community. Uh, he works at Champs, which several of you have heard me talk about Champs, which is not only a bar, but it's also a community center where I get a chance to do lots of different things uh, for the community, such as library boxes at Trenton, having live shows, art events, etc. And uh, now we've got a new initiative that's going to be taking place hopefully in 2017. And uh, John is one of the people who are part of the committee and one of the lead advocates for this. And we're going to be talking about skateboarding and the skateboard culture. So in the studio with me is John Marks, a.k.a. Skateboard Jesus. How you doing, John? <laughs> I'm doing well, John. Great. So um, it's, it's nice to finally get you in here. Sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's get started first and have you talk a little bit about your background and what brought you to try. Right. Okay. Well, you know, uh, I'm John Marks. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit older than your average skateboarder. I'm 32 years old. Uh, I've been skating for, God, I guess, probably the better part of almost three decades now. Started when I was young um, and skateboarding was something that, uh, you know, growing up, it always, always kept me out of trouble, always kept me... Uh, in different adventures, kept me connected with uh, with like an alternative lifestyle that's out there, you know, something positive. And uh, having moved to Trenton and seeing the lack of that here, uh, we saw like a clear need of something that was uh, something that was really easy to to bring to the people here uh, without a lot of effort. And so over the last, I'd say, uh, probably about four years now, we've been uh, working on this idea of this capital city skate park where we. Uh, we have like an all-inclusive uh, welcome to the city, welcome to the skateboarding. You know, it's a it's a unique place in the city because everything's so close, yet you have no natural atmosphere uh, to skate and to feel like you're welcome to do it. Uh, so it's um, it's something that we really want to bring to the kids here. Something that we really really want to encourage because it, it would be something uh, so positive for the city. People people are very hungry for it. And my background in it is that. Uh, We've been consistently uh, giving charity donations to kids in our local neighborhood areas, teaching them to ride, uh, furbishing skateboards for them, uh, refurbishing them when they break them and bring them back to me. Uh, and that's based out of Champs, my house, the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, you know, Wills Kinsley has a lot to do with that on the BMX side. Uh, my boy Jeff Trafalski, he, uh, he does his own local thing when he's riding around uh, helping the kids. So, you know, they, they really want it, and it's, uh, it's just underrepresented, and I think a lot of it comes down to people don't know who to turn to so we've we've ended up with this um this reverse grassroots movement where now what we've come into is there's people uh, people in a position of power taking notice of it and taking notice of the fact that we've been doing it so long without any help that clearly there's something there clearly there's something tangible that we all want to approach in a fashion that doesn't uh that doesn't disappoint that doesn't uh, fall short of what it could be here you know, and I think that's that's one of the unique positions that we're in, is to uh, to finally deliver for them because we've tried it so many different ways and so many different times, and you know, failure builds uh, it builds excellence in the next attempt. So that's what we've done. We've we've built it up and we've you know had it torn down so many times that now we're in a position uh, to where it's legitimized. You know, we've put in the work and we're you know we're very close to uh, being able to pull something off. That's I think awesome. that's awesome. Yeah. Now, Don, you said you've been boarding skateboarding mm -hmm. for better part of three yeah. decades. Yeah. So, what was your first introduction to skateboarding, and um, what made what made it take a hold of of you, and what made it get into your soul? I think that um, it was just finding a skateboard. Actually, just finding a skateboard in one of my friend's garages. Uh, I had never really paid attention to uh, trying to do anything with them. You know, it's just four wheels and a board. But once I got on it, it just felt like the most natural thing in the world. You know, and it uh, it gave me the ability to be more than I was. And what I mean by that is that regardless of uh, what your home life is or where you're from in your particular area of the world, you can always go somewhere else. You can always put your wheels down and find something new. And I think that's, uh, that's the amazing thing about skateboarding that always kept me in it, is that no matter what you're doing or no matter who you think you are at the time, you can always get back on your skateboard and go somewhere else, be somewhere else, or, you know, try to find out more of who you are because it's it's more so a form of expression than it is a uh, an actual sport. 
in my opinion, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a it's a vehicle. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna drill down on that because I think yeah. that that's critical, especially uh, in an, in an area, an urban environment where you know sometimes right. money can be challenging, and you know it. We're going to talk a lot about yeah. um, the individual aspect of skateboarding and how how that like lends itself to where we are right now sure. in Trenton. But so so skateboarding was almost like a freedom for you, almost Absolutely. like um, some people who have their bicycles or if they go out and go for a run. Skateboarding did that for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a uh, it's engineered to be that way because there's no set rules. There's no you can or can't do this. There's only where you can't go. That's the only thing that skateboarding has that tells you what you can't do. It's not so much skateboarding, it's just the world we live in. You know, you can't ride everywhere that you want to. And especially, um, you know, coming back to Trenton, that's what, we, that's what we have, but we need more of. You know, there are places to ride, but there's space that could be utilized to, to be exclusively for riding and still maintain that sense of freedom, like you said. You know, because it's, it's very easy at my age now to be as free as I want to be on a skateboard but when you're younger, you, uh, you're searching. You're searching for those places that you can be free. So, you know, it, uh, it would be amazing to create those, those kind of things here uh, for them. Because every time, again, every time you step outside, you can get on your skateboard and you can go somewhere else. You can be something new. You can see something fresh. And your perspectives may always change every single time you're on it, you know, even with the way that you ride. It's, uh, it's very unique. It's very individual. But there is a community inside of it. You know, and that's, we find each other mm-hmm. everywhere we go. So eventually you ride long enough, you're going to find other riders. You're going to find that you're part of something bigger that you never realized. Mm-hmm. And that's another beautiful aspect uh, to that freedom is that you're part of a collective that you don't even know yet. And you just keep finding each other, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's beautiful. So let's go back and talk a bit about um, your, your youth and when you first got introduced um, to yeah. skateboarding and, uh, you started to understand it. Um, mm-hmm. Just like anything else, you know, sure. you see it on television or in magazines and you see these outlandish or amazing uh, right. tricks that are being done. Right. And, and of course, that takes time, it takes mm-hmm. practice, um, it's, it's a lot of trial and error, a lot of failure, etc. Yeah. Um, talk about how you encountered the skateboarding culture as a young person. Uh, I mean, honestly, like when, when, my, uh, when my real passion for it started developing, it wasn't something that was cool. It wasn't something that was really acceptable. Um, it was definitely an outcast activity. Uh, you were looking at a lot of skate companies were going under, you know, in the uh, early 90s, I guess would be the best way to describe it. There was a, there was a core of uh, older skateboarders and, you know, skateboarding kind of just kept to itself as far as in the public eye. You know, growing up, it was... Uh, all the cool kids skated, but they weren't really cool. And then if you wanted to do it, you weren't really cool either. So it, there wasn't any um, wasn't any unity in it because it was, uh, again, it was an outsider activity uh, as opposed to uh, playing football or something like that. It was very exclusionary. And so for me, it was just uh, kind of being disengaged from all of that. Uh, so I was just trying to teach myself how to skateboard and eventually like I said, that culture found me. You would run into the other kid like, hey, I th- saw you skate. Yeah, I do. Well, hey, want to go skate after school? Yes, I do. And then you just, it goes from there. And then you've got two kids, four kids, eight kids, and then you've got your whole crew mm-hmm. eventually. But in the beginning, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's that weird thing that people don't understand. You know, why do you have a skateboard? Why do you look that way? Why do you, you know, why do you try to do tricks off stairs? Why do you come to school bloody? You know, stuff like that. And it's just because you love it, because it's something that's, uh, again, it's individual, it's for you, it's a, it's, it's unique. It's like an art form. Mm. You know? And I like that you put it that way, as an art form, because I right. think that that's probably what uh, attracted me to, mm-hmm. to the culture of skateboarding, is that um, there is a lot of creativity Absolutely. that's involved in it, not only from the actual tricks mm-hmm. um, that are performed in the stunts, et cetera, right. the technique involved in riding, but also in the manufacturing of the board. Sure. Um, the artwork that goes onto the boards, the right. different co- compositions of the wheels and the trucks, etc. Absolutely. And then that transitions right into the individuals who are doing it. Right. And like you said, I mean, you can get a whole culture of people who um, are into skateboarding, and they're way more inclusive right. than some other team sports. Right. And that's something else that right now, for whatever reason in my life, I'm extremely attracted to the idea sure. of people who are willing to accept people who may not look like them, may not speak the same language, right. but we've got this commonality. Right. And it's skateboarding or whatever yeah. it is. So um, 
the culture of skateboarding, talk about how inclusive it is. I mean, it's, it's inclusive in the sense of, um, you know, you can, you can be any nationality, you can be any religion, you can have whatever your backstory is, and uh, within, within our culture, I'll just say our culture, including you, you know, anyone that, anyone that wants to be part of it can be. It's not a thing where you where you would show up uh, and get kicked out of whatever, get kicked out of your spot, or uh, you know you have to share court time like you would with like a team sport. Or there's certain facilities that are set up for certain things that you can't use on certain days. Uh, we just work around all that. You know, it's uh, it's what do you have in front of you, and what are you trying to do that day? Or why not link up? Why not feed off the energy of other people? You know, because just because you like one certain kind of skating, you may ride with someone else. It may change your whole your whole perspective on what you what you see within the within the things that you do you know there are people that like a, like an older style of skateboarding on ramps and do tricks with their hands and there's street guys there's you know technical ones that like to do balance based tricks versus uh you know flip tricks versus you know ridiculous stunts it's uh it, it varies so i'd like you to stop there because um i want you to help educate me on this sure. too and you just said some things that that i could tell if I saw them, but it didn't yeah. really make sense. Sure. So can you just uh, break down the different things that are going on in skateboarding? Because I know, like, me personally, I'm interested, for whatever reason, in the longboards. The longboards, yeah. to me, are awesome. Well, but it's a, it's like a surfer tricky. aesthetic, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So just talk about some of the it's different... A, well, you have, like, a, you know, you got your longboard skaters. You've got your uh, your street skaters, which is, like, a more modern uh, style you see with the with the double kicktails and things like that. You've got your, your old-school riders who use a more... Uh, a more wide, more traditional style skateboard. Uh, it's it's kind of a situation where all disciplines are represented in their own right within within skateboarding. So no one's ever wrong, or no one's ever uh, not progressing the sport. I guess is what it is. It's always evolving from multi multifaceted areas. Like you can have a guy that likes to ride a longboard, like you said, but that guy may also figure out something. Uh, within his own aesthetic that may lend him to be able to street skate. You never know where it's going to take you because you never know uh, what your mind's going to want to get you into that day. Mm -hmm. You know, you may want to learn some tricks, you may just want to bomb hills. It's, uh, it's whatever you want to do. And, and again, that's, uh, that's the beautiful thing about it is that, like longboards, I know plenty of people that longboard. I know plenty of people that street skate. I know guys that like uh, nothing but ramps. But those people will all get together if we're just going to go rot, and it doesn't matter. You know, you could skate a curb and be just as happy as jumping down a ten stair rail. It's it's all about the feeling that you're gonna get. Mm, that's you know? pretty awesome. And again, and, I mean, and you just you just qualified. You know what I was saying. Right. Um, it, it's very inclusive. And again, hey, longboard, shortboard, old style, Doesn't flip tricks, hand tricks, balance right. work, whatever it is, right. you're you're able to to ride with others. Yeah, and anyone can skate. And that's the thing is that people people think that they don't need to be involved or don't don't have what it takes to participate like oh man i wish i could skate or oh that's cool but i don't skateboard anymore anyone can ride you just have to put the wheels on the ground as long as you can balance you know it's it's what you want to get out of it mm -hmm. there's no no pressure to be better than anyone else or to uh to try to try to be something that you think people want you to be you know mm. that's interesting you know? um and and again that's one of the things that that really attracts me to the culture of skateboarding itself is the fact that it's you are an individual but you're part of a bigger right. bigger crew a bigger exactly. crowd so for the for the person who has a child who mm -hmm. is into skateboarding right. and, and um i'll i'll say hypothetically myself okay. you know married got a 13 year old um she's right. definitely into like a bit of the more alternative sports sure. as yeah. opposed to traditional sports although she plays basketball and stuff but it wouldn't surprise me if she said, hey, you know, I want to start riding a skateboard. Right. Now, I think for most parents, like, you'd say, okay, well, why? Right. You know, um, why do you want to ride a skateboard as opposed to join a soccer team sure. or something like that? What would you like to say to those parents? I mean, I think, I think what it is, is is the question that you asked me is, is probably what you would ask them. It's like, what, what is it that makes you want to do that? Because it's, it's um, like wanting a skateboard and just wanting to kick around on it is, you know, that's fine. But someone who really wants to skateboard, I think, is um, is just showing that they want something different. Is that they need something more challenging or more creative? And and like you said, like basketball is fine, and, and football, all those are great. You know, the uh, intermediate activities, like after school activities, whatever it is that keeps you active and keeps you uh, keeps you moving around when you're young, it's great. 
you know, and uh, team sports will, will teach you how to work within a group, and, and that's awesome. But I think that especially in our times now, kids need more mentally. They need more mental stimulation. They need to be challenged in a way that makes them feel like they don't have to uh, necessarily conform to a normal way of life, you know. Not everyone wants to be a trophy holder, you know. Some people just like to play sports for the fun of it. It eliminates a lot of competition as far as uh, competing against other people and the, and the whole self-esteem issues that we have uh, a lot of days. It's, you know, it's okay to just want to do different activities. And I think that what I would, again, convey to those parents is, uh, you know, support that. Definitely support it. You know, don't let your kid fly down a highway, you know, on a skateboard. <laughs> don't, like, you know, don't let him go too far. But, uh you know, take them out to a park, you know, spend that 50 minutes, take them out to a park, see what it's about. You'd be surprised, you know, and um, the other side of it is, is you never know what kind of mentors or what kind of, uh, what kind of positive influence they could gain from just being around or maybe having a, having someone older teach them how to do a trick, you know, it's, uh, it, it means the world when you're younger to have someone take notice of you doing something different and uh, supporting that, you mm -hmm. know, so I think it would be great for parents to support that with their uh, with their kids. Mm -hmm. Now, the most people don't understand mm -hmm. how difficult it is and how athletic you have to be right. to perform a lot of the stunts and the tricks that are sure. done on skateboards. And not even just the simple fact of being able to get on it mm -hmm. and to roll. Right. It's not something that you can just naturally, most people can't sure. naturally just grab it and do it because yeah. there's so many other factors. Can you just talk about the athleticism sure. of skateboarding? Sure. Uh, it's, it's, it's like I said before, I mean, I believe that anyone can skateboard, but, you know, if you're, if you're doing tricks or you're trying to do stunts or you're trying to learn uh, whatever, whatever your version of skateboarding is, it's, it, it's about commitment and it's about, you know, not being afraid to fail. Most tricks that you try on a skateboard, you'll never land as far as uh, consistently. You know, you're not going to do like 10 out of 10 going straight down a rail or straight up a ramp or, or anything like that. You're not going to be able to do that. So it teaches you how to uh, persevere, I think, is, is one of the most important uh, things that I learned uh, through skateboarding is that you have to be super athletic, but only in the sense of uh, how you like to ride. You know, you don't necessarily have to be completely jacked up and, and ready to go and flying 16 feet in the air you can be a little kid and be good at it it's mm -hmm. just all about uh, learning the mechanics and the physics behind it and then you build your body up based on that and, and when you're on a skateboard all the time you really don't even notice how athletic you will become it's uh, very similar to like soccer you know you, you do a constant uh, level of activity and then that just becomes your standard bar for what your body's used to so you know you might find yourself skating 10 miles in a day like it's nothing and then you see somebody else who, you know, doesn't want to run 100 yards. And it's, it's, it's strange to see that, especially with kids. You know, they're so high energy, and they can bounce back so quickly. It's like skateboarding is like nothing to them today. It's insane seeing some of these younger kids and what they can do. And, you know, they're 10. <laughs> it's, it's insane. But then you become an old guy like me, and you're lucky that you were that athletic so you don't fall apart when you still want to ride now. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 builds, it builds a tremendous amount of... Uh, you know, perseverance and commitment, and like you said, athleticism. Uh, I think it just it just helps fortify people in accepting themselves and being willing to go out of their way to accept other people and find other people. And when you when you get that activity involved with it, you know it's it's better for everyone. Especially, mm -hmm. you know, you hear a lot of complaints about people not being active enough. There you go. There's your solution, and you can jump out anytime you want, ride on a skateboard and. You, you know, you don't even have to think about it. It doesn't become a monotonous chore. You're not running in a circle. You're just doing whatever you feel like on your skateboard. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I want to shift a little bit, and I, I want to uh, stimulate the listening and viewing audience about mm -hmm. the um, the skating scene here in Trenton. Sure. Um, you know, because I, I was uh, chatting with someone who heard the concept and said, mm -hmm. hey, okay, yeah, you know, Jacques, I think it would be great, something for the kids to do, but sure. why a skate park? Right, and I told him. I said, you know, I broke it down from my perspective and told him that, hey, I didn't, I didn't ride skateboards. I was a BMX right. guy, but I always appreciated the culture. Number yeah. one, two, it was an individual sport. It doesn't cost a lot of money. Um, it requires a lot of athleticism mm -hmm. and stamina and uh, that perseverance mentality. Right. Because, like you said, you may try a trick 
multiple times yeah. and only nail it once. Yeah. So now you've got this, you've got to be consistent and you've got to be persistent. Right. And that teaches a lot culturally and for the development of young people as right. you move forward. So um, talk about skating here in Trenton, I mean, the, the culture in Trenton itself. Skating here in Trenton is, I mean, honestly, it's very similar to just Trenton as, as a city. It, uh, it's, it's a tough place, you know, Trenton's a tough place, skateboarding is a tough sport. Trenton has a lot of a lot of shortcomings, but it also has a lot of beauty to it. Very similar to skateboarding. So, if I can sum up uh, what our what our culture here as far as skateboarding would be, is that it's it's what we're making it now. It's at the point where this is you know it's just in the phase where it's becoming a thing, because Trenton in the past has just been kind of an iconic city for a lot of different skate videos that you would see, but it doesn't get any representation for it. Um, so I think that like. Our culture is very low-key. It's very, uh, you're not going to see it all the time. <coughs> but you do see uh, an increased demand to have it around. And you see kids uh, continuing to start riding, continuing to start uh, becoming skateboarders themselves. And then they follow us around, like when we're skating, because it'll be, you know, one or two of us, because, again, we're older guys, and we, we go to the places that we go, but we'll stop and we'll skate with them. Mm. And that's a, that's a big... Uh, that's a big part of our culture here that may not necessarily exist in other places is we're not the ones that are going to uh, create a create a negative uh, viewpoint like the cool kid viewpoint of like oh no you're just a kid or oh no they're you know they're not good enough to ride with us or, or be part of it not not true for here in Trent it's it's you know come one come all here's a skateboard that may or may not be good we want to give this to you you know and be part of it and that's that's the biggest thing about uh, Trenton skateboarding is that we want people to be a part of it and we want people to see that there's a beauty to this place that just needs to be tapped into a little bit more for what we're what we're trying to leave behind and what we're into. That's awesome. John, what's the uh, contact information? Uh, our contact information, you can uh, you can reach us on Instagram at Capital City Skate Park. Uh, the email is going to be scumcityskates at gmail.com. Uh, that's, that's actually my personal email that we use to... Uh, you know, further everything through the skate park that we're that we're working on and all that. So that's the easiest way to reach out to me. Um, Championships Bar, obviously, like you can catch any of us in there uh, mm -hmm. doing our our daily activities with all this stuff. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. The easiest contact is be out in the streets and see us. Fantastic, John. We'll be back after a short break, folks. You're no listening problem. and watching the Trenton 365 Show. I'm Jacques Howard. I'm with John Marks, Capital City Skate Park. We'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. Website is trenton365.com. Facebook, Trenton 365 Show, and Twitter at Trenton 365. In the studio with me is John Marks. John Marks is uh, one of the people on the committee to have a skate park built here in Trenton, New Jersey. And uh, you can reach him at scumcityskates at gmail.com, spelled just like it sounds, scumcityskates at gmail.com. And the Instagram page is Capital City Skate Park. And then we also have a Facebook page where we kind of tie everything in that's dealing with anything with wheels that are human powered bikes, roller skates, rollerblades, skateboarding, and that's Capital City Rollers, Trenton, New Jersey, and you can find that on Facebook as well. So uh, just before the break, John, we were talking a bit about how you got involved in skateboarding and Absolutely. what it's meant yep. to you, and then talking about the culture of skateboarding in general, sure. and then here in Trenton. Um, let's go back and just talk a little bit about how you see that evolving like throughout the country. Um, I mm -hmm. know you're originally from Texas. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, that's where, you know, you cut your teeth skating and stuff. Yep. And now you're here in New cut Jersey. Cut my face a lot, too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just talk about how you see skateboarding evolving over the years, the three decades that you've been skating. Well, I, I, see, uh, I see it evolving into something that's, um, again, it, you know, I hate to overuse the word culture um, as much as we are, but that's what it is. It's becoming a full force uh, culture. You know, it's, it's not going anywhere at all. Uh, and it, it, it seems absurd to say that now in this day and age. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, skateboarding's everywhere. You've got the X Games. You've got, you know, the Mountain Dew uh, extreme events and all these other things. Uh, but it didn't used to be that way. It was really hard to run skate companies. A lot of them died um, back in the day. Uh, just wasn't the right kind of money in it. Now you have, enough, you have enough mainstream representation with enough underground representation. So the, the two halves are meeting, the yin and the yang of, uh, 
of having it all, if you will, uh, it's it's starting to, you know, become more prevalent, and there's not a divide between uh, aesthetics anymore. There's not, oh, you're on a longboard, that's not cool because I do this, or, oh, I'm, you know, jumping off of ramps so I don't skate rails and that's not cool. And there's not the, you know, being older versus being younger and that's, you know, not okay as well. It's, it's becoming this all-inclusive powerhouse where all disciplines are represented, all genders, ages, um, walks of life. You know, there's not the, the rich kid poor kid kind of divide that you would see in the past with other things it's uh it's it's you know kind of an kind of an evolution into a into a perfect culture in in my mind it's just it's so accessible and it's so available for anyone to make it what what they want it to be you know it's it's kind of open season on creativity mm-hmm. and that's that's what i think skateboarding is becoming now is that it's uh the kids picking it picking it up now are uh, are seeing what what's already been done and realizing how much more they can do with it and uh that's that's where i think that we're at now is um this new generation of kids coming up are going to be the ones uh when we leave these things behind former when we're older they're gonna they're gonna change everything you know it's gonna be some kind of hybrid sport that i've never seen before but it's it's on its way you know mm-hmm. it's it's becoming it, and just like just like every ten years, you know, you get something new in any sport. It's uh, it's the same for us, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's a beautiful thing, and I can't wait till, you know, I see the next thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting that you talk about it being mainstream. Excuse me, because I think a lot of people sometimes don't think about things like that. They just right. think if it's not in my sphere of influence, sure. then it's not then as it's popular. Yeah. But um, but you know, you think about some of the major sporting companies and mm-hmm. their affiliations in some capacity right. with skating. I mean, you've got Vans, of course, which is one yeah. of the big ones, and then DC. But Nike's also involved in skateboarding. They Adidas is involved in skateboarding. Yeah. And, and so when you start thinking about the marketplace, and you say, well, mm-hmm. if Nike and Adidas and Vans and DC, right. if they're all involved in this, there must be a reason behind it. And, and they understand that this right. is a global marketplace. Yeah. So um, literally, skateboarding is happening all over the world? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it, you'll find more often than not, skateboarding is based worldwide more so than it is uh, regionally. Uh, South America is extremely heavy into it. China is becoming very heavy into it. Japan has always had a... Uh, huge impact on skateboarding um canada i mean i basically every country where you have the ability to have a flat space or not that you can ride on you can skate there. Mm-hmm. and it, it's been proven time and time and time again um, but like you said companies like nike that own everything in the world um they do push it and they do they do support it for what it's worth you know it's a, it's an uneasy truce uh you know being that skateboarders are traditionally uh anti conglomerate and that kind of thing but it is it's the necessary evil you have to have because if you want to do great things you have to at some point you know take the, not necessarily a hand out but take the lead on on controlling your legacy and so when you when you have people optioning off uh, either the culture or you know shoes or boards or what have you as long as long as the quality is ensured you know we we will sign on with it you know it's it's one of those things where it's not as hard as you think to to integrate both things you can have your marketplace and you can have your free spirit but it's so you can ensure the continuation of it you know nothing's free so you got to have somebody there signing the bills so we can all you know do this this uh this great diy type stuff that we do out here it Mm -hmm. still has to start somewhere you still have to get your materials you still have to get your equipment you still have to buy a board these are all things that are real but it doesn't mean that you have to to do it in a way that gives you a subpar product or puts you in a uh, in a place to not be in control or to not be comfortable with what you represent. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a bigger part of it. Is what do you represent when you're doing your thing? Mm-hmm. Is it is it nothing to you? Is it you want to wear a billion logos and you know be the sponsor guy? It, it's whatever you want to do, but it has to be uh, it has to be realistic. It has to be a real thing. It has to be you know. It, it can't be a false promise kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you touched on the DIY mm-hmm. concept, and um, skateboarding is probably one of those um, very specific recreational uh, sports that is about DIY. Yeah. You know, literally, um, even over at Champs, you know, besides having ramps and rails that right. that were built and fabricated from found or sourced yep. items, um, the average person who has a skateboard right. can go out with just a skateboard and street skate. Yeah. So just talk about the DIY culture of skateboarding. I mean, the, the DIY culture, it, it stems from, you know, 
the other end of the spectrum of what we're talking about with the skate park. Because if there's nothing there, that doesn't necessarily mean there's nothing there. It means that if, if you know, I go out and I jump on my skateboard, if there's an obstacle, that now means that you can do whatever. It's, it's skateboarding. You know, so you see a curb, you can slide on that, you can jump over it, you can do whatever. And that little base concept extends to, okay, well, what if I put, like, a piece of wood in front of that curb? Okay, now what if I put, you know, a tipped-over trash can on top of that and then put that wood on top of it? It just, it's that, um, it's that Jenga-like mentality that we have where we, like, take something that's, like, not necessarily structurally sound and then just keep adding to it and adding to it and adding to it until you either make the trick or everything catastrophically fails. And uh, that's, you know, that's that's what we have here. The, the DIY culture, The one of the best examples we have is that we, we put together a, a found object skate park for uh, kids in our area of Chambersburg here in Trenton. And we had it for about like a year, year and a half, give or take, but it was a, it was a loose truce where it was, you know, we supplied all the materials, the kids would come and we would all build together. And the city was like, well, we'll turn an eye, just make sure no one gets hurt. So that's what we did and it, it was fine, you know, nothing, Nothing went wrong, but, uh, you know, they eventually scrapped it, and, you know, I understand the need for that as well, and nobody was horribly shocked or offended by it, but that's the DIY culture is you build it, it gets torn down, you build again, you just keep persevering. And uh, and that extends to, to what we're doing here, you know, just as many, uh, as many things as you would see with legitimized skateboarding or sanctioned events or uh, places that you can skateboard, you'll see the same thing with ones that you don't. You know, you've got guys that lay concrete onto barriers and skate under overpasses. You've got people that, you know, like you said at our champ spot, we, you know, have like ramps and rails like tucked away that we can ride. It's a, it's a matter of you create what you want to, what you want to be about, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's the, that's the real DIY culture is you don't ask for a handout. You create the, the, the environment that you want. And when you do that in a way that, that people recognize as positive or real or worthy, then it, it reciprocates. Mm-hmm. You know, people will come back to you and help you build. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a great feeling. We've had so many kids where we've uh, shown them, you know, the proper ways to adjust ramps and slam two by fours together and all kinds of things like that. And it's you know, it's right there. Do it yourself. Mm. It's super great. That's awesome. You know, I want you to talk a bit more about um, well, well, two things. I mean. I think here in the United States, culturally, skateboarding is considered a Caucasian or a white sport. Right. But it's an it's an international sport, so that you right. just throw that whole concept out the window. Yeah. And even here in the United States, I mean, you're seeing a lot more, because of our diverse population, you're starting to right. see a lot more people yeah. of different ethnic backgrounds who are skating and who are professional skaters right. and who are on magazines and, you know, Absolutely. getting sponsorships, Absolutely. et cetera. Can you just talk about the inclusiveness um, based upon ethnicity? And then I want you to talk about it through gender, sure. because there's a lot of women skaters. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, I, like you said, I think that they're... And this is something that I've noticed um, all throughout all throughout skateboarding. It's it's that there's never been a cultural divide. There's never been a, a black, white, Spanish, Asian, Indian, any any ethnicity. There's never been an ethnic gap in skateboarding because, like I said, skateboarding is always one of those outside skating in situations where you're an outsider in your own mind for some reason. So you got on the skateboard, and now you have a group of people around you that are in the same. Uh, same mentality and now that's your culture so me growing up it was like you might as well be a black dude or a Spanish dude because those are who your friends are because that's who rides with you and people see that and we've always broken that down but now what you see is the floodgates opening up because in places where it wouldn't be acceptable culturally to do like you said a predominantly Caucasian sport or what have you it's because there's a stigma of the the rich kid principle like I said it's like Oh, that's too much money or oh, where are you going to go do that at it's um now what you have is people seeing that it's a legitimate thing it's a you know you can be a professional sport you can take care of a family on a skateboarding paycheck now it wasn't always that way and is everyone going to be a pro skater? absolutely not but it's it's just as feasible as going to college and you know getting getting drafted is that a minute chance absolutely but it can't be done mm-hmm. and there's major major money in it now if you want there to be or you can just have it as a hobby. And I think that it's become more accepted in, uh, in outside cultures like we were talking about because people see the camaraderie and people see that it's just as acceptable as anything else. You know, it's, it's breaking that, that same stigma, too, of uh, people being, I guess, kind of biased towards us. Like, we're the, you know, we're the, 
the stoner anarchist uh, you know guys that that don't care about anything and not everybody wants wants their kids to get mixed up in that and I could see that that's that's a very valid perspective uh, on the negative side and there wasn't a lot of positive side to back that up for a long time you know it was kind of a legitimate argument for a little bit but now now it's more acceptable it's it's again it's like you wouldn't have to be ashamed of like what your son doing right now he's skateboarding you know that's or what your daughter doing they're skateboarding it's it's acceptable now to say that versus you know 10 15 years ago where it's like what are they doing skateboarding well they're probably out doing something else yes that's yes. what it is it's like you can you're legitimately doing what you say you're doing is not an excuse so you can go do other things. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, and, you know, a couple of experiences I had recently right here in downtown Trenton, and then I want mm -hmm. you to drill down sure. on the skate scene downtown. Um, you know, I was downtown, and I was going to, to cover a, an event over at Classics Books, so shout out to Eric Maywar and the family. And uh, I'm riding down State Street, and okay. I noticed that there's a group of, of, of men, yeah. and um, they're rollerblading. Yep. I'm like, what is going on? So right. I pull over. And, you know, I, I start talking with the guys, and yeah. none of them are from the area. They came in from Philadelphia. Right. Um, they agreed that Trenton is a spot. They've been skating and rollerblading here for years since Absolutely. they were kids. Uh, one of them even told a story about how when they were younger, their parents dropped them off downtown right. with some money and said, hey, skateboard, I'll pick you up at XYZ time. Right. And um, they were down there filming. They were filming, and I captured mm. some, of the, some of them uh, doing tricks and stuff. And then... And they were all Caucasian men. Yeah. And then an African-American man came over on a BMX bike. Yep. And they kind of interacted real quick. And then they're, next thing you know, they're tricking off of the same marble. Yep. And I'm like, this is fantastic. So I go over and I start talking to him. And then he's saying the same things. Oh, yeah, it's inclusive. It's cool. Right. I'm not from Trenton. I was born here. I live in Lawrence Township. But right. I come back. I drive back. And I meet yeah. my friends here. And we skate. A couple minutes later, I go across the street. And there's two more kids, yep. and they're and these are high schoolers, and they're like, oh yeah, now we come down here on the weekend, you yeah. know, just because it, it's what we like to do, etc. Right. And then we all migrated up to uh, State Street, yep. And then we're at the Roebling Building, mm -hmm. uh, Mary Roebling Building, and they're they're videotaping each other, and they're yep. jumping over the sidewalk, they're jumping off of the platforms, yep. and the camaraderie between them was absolutely amazing. Um, they all got along really well. Right. Um, they were rollerblading, skateboarding, and BMXing. But they had ages, this all different races, yes, different disciplines. And they yeah. had this idea that okay, look, okay, you're gonna catch this one. You go, then I'll go. Right. And and it was so nice to be able to watch that. Mm -hmm. And and I started the question and said, where else is that happening, downtown Trenton, right, on a weekend? When the capital city is vacant, basically, right. after five o'clock most nights, and definitely no one yeah. there on the weekend. Yeah. I mean, so, it's the sweet spot, you know. And so, shout out to all those those uh, those those uh, adults, those young people, those men who were doing that. That was that was just amazing, to me. Yeah. But um, there's a large contingency of women who skate, sure, as well, right? There is. Um, I mean, again, like you were saying, when you went down there and you saw all different kinds of. Uh, the wheeled disciplines, if you will, uh, represented and then the all different ethnicities. Uh, it's the same thing with genders. You know, it's uh, there's not the age-old stigma of the uh, the girl that doesn't know how to ride, or you know, I get it. not so much making fun of it or, or me being chauvinist or anything like that. But there there is that stigma of like the girl at the skate park, who, you know, just wants to try to be part of it. And for a long time, it was just like, oh, you're a girl, you can't do that. But, you know, we, we've consistently tried to beat down that stereotype as well. You know, skateboarding has always had professional female riders since the very beginning. There's always been professional female uh, riders and role models mm -hmm. um, for, for younger women to look up to. But, again, I think that the larger, uh, the larger ratio of women riding now is due to the fact that, again, it's being represented properly. It's being shown that it's not a boys' club or it's not, you know, just one thing. It's an everybody thing. It's a what is it to you thing, you know? Do you want to be professional level excellent at it, or do you just want to ride? Do you just want to have a little bit of fun? It's it's completely up to you. And I feel like now that, again, that skateboarding uh, and even BMX and everything else is more uh, available and more accessible and more mainstream, it's okay to be you. And I think that the same way that we have women's sports and we have, uh, you know, co-ed sports. Uh, for women and men and all that good stuff, it's the same with skateboarding now. 
you know, it's okay to say, hey, I don't want to do a traditional female role, but I do want to be athletic or I do want to express myself. You know, you don't have to be a WNBA person, mm -hmm. you know, in that stigma. It's, there's, no, there's no specific gender roles anymore. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a, a really great thing. Hmm. John, let's uh, give your contact information one more time, then we're going to break for a quick commercial, and sure. then we're going to get into the details about what we're looking to do in Trenton about the uh, skate park. The details. So, again, it's, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Capital City Skate Park, and that's uh, based out of Trenton. And the email is scumcityskates at gmail.com. Fantastic. John Marks, Capital City Skate Park. We'll be back after a short break. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You're listening and watching over WIMG 1300, the oldest radio station in the state of New Jersey. And on the website, WIMG1300.com, the Trenton 365 show has a Facebook page. You can also find me on or via email at Trenton365show at gmail.com and on Twitter, Trenton365.com. Facebook page for some of the things that are taking place in the region regarding all things human powered with wheels. And you can actually find on Facebook and that is Capital City Rollers and it's all things human powered with wheels. And then as John so eloquently put, we have an Instagram page, Capital City Skate Park and the email is scum city at scumcityskates at gmail.com, right? Yeah. Scumcityskates at gmail.com. All this stuff will be up on the Facebook page and website, so you can find links to it and everything there. But um, we've had uh, meetings, um, probably more consistency, mm -hmm. consistently yeah. in uh, 2016 and, and 2017, yeah. uh, bringing you know, like-minded people together, um, not only people who are skate and BMX, but people who like the idea and the concept. So, Definitely. so those meetings, we've been getting a diverse group of people, different backgrounds, right. and um, we've got some momentum. Absolutely. And this past Saturday, we, I'm not going to say where it is, but we sort of took a look at a potential site that we'd like to ask the city to uh, support us in this initiative. Some more information about that will be coming soon. But, but John, for the people who say, wait a minute, why do we need a skate park? Right. Um, there's one in Princeton, there's one in Hamilton, there's one in Hopewell, there's a bunch in Philadelphia. Why do we need to create one in Trenton? Well, I think you just said it. Uh, there's a bunch of them that aren't here. And uh, we, you know, Trenton is a place that doesn't need to, uh, to export their skateboarders. We have a, we have a very uh, vibrant, very close-knit community here that would definitely, uh, I think in my mind and, and from what I've what I've gathered and what we've amassed from our meetings and our dealings with the public and, and the city officials that we've, you know, rubbed elbows with and whatnot, I couldn't imagine anybody that would be against us trying to create this, uh, this skate park kind of scenario for the city. But what it is is that we need to find our blueprint. We need to find our setting that represents what Trenton is. And to me, it's not, you know, a 900-foot loop. It's going to be, you know, a skate plaza, something that takes all those great parts that you saw those guys riding downtown we can naturally incorporate it into something that we've already got in the city. So to me, it means that we need to set aside space the same way that you would for uh, any other activity, uh, just to let it be. Because, you know, it's one of those things that once you give it a life of its own, it that's it. It, it will run on its own. You know, and I, I get a lot of people that say they want to help, that they want to support. And what we always say is, we'll let you know. So for anybody out there that does want more information on it, please feel free to drop us a line on the email or even on the Instagram. We will tell you everything that we can or anything that's pertinent that may or may not help you. Uh, we're, you know, we're an open book. We've done a lot of groundwork so that we don't have to waste anyone's time uh, when it comes to this idea, because what it is is we've seen things rise and fall a million times here already, but the needs there and the kids want it and we want it for them and, and for the families here in Trenton as well. You know, it's a uh, it's an idea of giving something beautiful back to a place that wants to take care of it, creating ownership in an area where there isn't a lot of it, um, to where you could say, hey, that's ours, hey, we built that, hey, that's where I grew up with uh, close-knit friends, or hey, that's where I, you know, became the person that I am now because of positive experiences in a place that represents where you're from, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's like you said, uh, going to Philly, that's great, but you're still from Trenton if you're a skateboarder, so you're still, it's a tourism thing. Mm -hmm. So why not have that here to where we can bring those guys into our city? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's something that we need, and it's something that um, 
I think that you know all of us working together, like we're we're definitely building um, a more positive mold for what it's going to become. And I think that us holding off as long as we have and trying to play our our cards very very close to uh, close to the table, so to speak, it's it's going a lot better, you know. And I think that we're we're within the uh, we're within the proper staging grounds to uh, to really kick this thing off. Mm-hmm. And you know, t- you touched on something uh, mentioning uh, tourism. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of times uh, people don't recognize different elements of tourism. Yeah. You know, when I was downtown and there were, you know, that day there was 12, 12 people mm-hmm. who were skating. Now, those 12 people, they were going into the markets, yep. they were getting drinks, they were buying lunch, yep. and I don't know how long they hung out, but they were planning on being there for the day. Right. So that's the economy Absolutely. that's being generated. Yeah. And I look at it this way. Um, if we had a concentrated effort, yeah. a marketing plan, and everyone mm-hmm. knew this skate park is right here in Trenton, and yeah, right. we want you to come in, right. and yeah, around the corner there's a restaurant, and there's right. some sandwich shops, and you can get your snacks and things yeah. here. That's generating more of an economy, which right. is what's really been lacking Absolutely. here in Trenton um, for a long time. Yeah. So just talk about the, the idea of tourism, because, okay. you know, you put it well. I mean, we're exporting skaters to go to other places yeah. and they're going there and they're spending money in those economies why right. can't we reverse it here well and uh you're you're 100 right in saying like why can't we there's no reason why we can't it's just a matter of uh, making sure the right people are running it in my opinion um for example my you know roy hames and my buddy scott they run gray call skateboards that is a widely recognized brand now or starting to become one as far as uh, on the east coast it's picked up in many major skate shops uh People out in Philly know about it. Skate John magazine has uh, shown it before. Mm-hmm. You know, Trend's been featured uh, in the punk rock flea market. We've had events there, uh, art all day, art all night. Uh, I mean, it's it just continues and continues. You've got your your uh, Sage Coalition events that have uh, collaborated with some skateboarders as well. You've got your Jersey Fresh Jam. I mean, we've got major money events that happen every year in the city that feature skateboarding as part of the cultures that define these other events. So. To me, what it says is that we're just very close to having to get our Capital City Skate Park logos and designs and all that out there for the people to get into. And it's, uh, it's one of those things that we just need to export more of, of what's going to bring people in. And then once they're here, let them realize that they're actually buying into the, the thing that, that we believe, too. You know, you don't want to sell out your city. You just want to get more people to buy into what we need here. And it's good for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's no uh, there's no losing in that kind of situation. And I think that, like I said, with the uh, with the gray cult thing that that uh, Roy's got going on and and Scott's got going on, uh, that's a prime example because it's creating. It, you just create the name, you create the brand. It expresses the city that you're from, and people identify with it. And I I think that that's uh, that's where we're getting now. Mm-hmm. You know, we're getting more people to acknowledge the existence of of this. Uh, beautiful culture and and with tourism like I said people want to see that they want to experience it they want to they want to be part of it so that's that's where it is you're going to open the floodgates to make that come in and it's a slow process sure but it does stimulate economies it does create uh, more of a vibrant marketplace uh, mm-hmm. to exist in especially mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. so as far as from your perspective what kind of help do you think we need um, I honestly the help that I think we need is um you know, uh, like the civic guys that we've worked with and everything, we need more people like that that are willing to help bridge the gap between what seems like an archaic process of working with city government or uh, parks officials or things like that and bridging the gap and saying, hey, like, we're really not that that different in our idea of what we can accomplish here, but it's a matter of money versus value uh, on their side. And for us, it's a matter of skate park versus getting something ridiculous that no one's going to use. You know, it's it's a there's a meeting point and we're almost there on both sides of it and I think that what we need is we just need more people to be openly involved you know I think we need people to you know hey shoot an email over to uh, who your representative is shoot an email to me you know um, anyone that you think that you could influence do it you know it's a it's a grassroots movement it belongs to everyone so there's no there's no list that says hey you like skateboarding but you can't do anything to help develop it mm-hmm. put a bug in someone's ear you know that's the best thing or like like I said, drop me an email if you're interested in marketing this thing. Let's work together. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what it is. It's just people reaching out. Mm-hmm. We know plenty of people that are ready when the time is right to put all these things out there. But it's a matter of 
people making themselves available as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, like I said, it's an open air market to make this thing happen. Yeah. You know, one of the things that was uh, interesting to me was um, the dynamics around our first couple of meetings. Sure. And um, hearing, hearing uh, the eight, ten of us that were just brainstorming ideas. Right. And um, we all came around to this idea of it needs to be a multi-use space. Absolutely. Like, you know, not only usable for the people who are beginners, right. but also the people who are more advanced, yeah. um, but also a place where parents could come and kind of hang out sure. yeah, while the their children, yeah, who don't skate, who just can kind of come mm -hmm. and hang out. And then we were saying, hey, you know how great would it be if this was also a space where we could have some other events, like you right. know maybe have a concert, have a show, or to be able to showcase um, some thing, more things about the culture. Right. And um, from your perspective, how does that work? I mean, like, what, how can that help further this mission? Well, I think that it, it definitely would help further it in uh, in providing a natural space for things to occur. Um, prime example, you go you go down by the Delaware, and you've got these great walkways and these beautiful archways. But you can't skate that, and it's not a free space in which to to kind of uh, get down, if you mm -hmm. will. Uh, but if you create a smaller, um, more refined, uh, skate-specific place where you can like have ledges to be you know ridden on and things like that, while still creating a comfortable environment for people to relax, you can kind of do whatever you want in there. You know, it's it's all about space and how you lay things out, because you can have a place where you can bring your kids and walk your dog and watch skateboarders on the side without worrying about getting hit by, you know, a board if it flies out or a bike or what have you. It's just a, just a matter of like laying it out and letting it, um, letting it create itself, I think gotcha. is, is the biggest thing is that once you, once you build a foundation and once you, once you create a framework, you know, and this goes skate park and culture, uh, it, it'll take over on its own. Gotcha. Uh, John, share the contact information and we're yep. about to break out. Sure, no problem. It's uh, Again, it's Instagram. It's going to be Capital City Skate Park. And the email is going to be scumcityskates at gmail.com. Fantastic. John Marks at Capital City Skate Park. We'll have you back on and talk about how we progress. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate it. You've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 Show. Visit the Facebook page, Trenton 365 Show. Send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. All this information and the archives will be up there soon. Have a good night.